Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake, along with uh, Pastor Joey Hill and Miss Tiffany Wilson. Hey, hey. We're here. (laughs) Today is May. (laughs) I mess up months, not days. Today is May the 8th, Mm. 2023. And we're coming to you to review May 7th, 2023 here at High Point. It was a good weekend for me. What about you guys? It was pretty good. good. That was good. <laughs> That's all you get. What did y'all have going on this weekend? Anything spectacular? Uh, we had a 50th birthday party for my uncle. Mm. Shout out, Kyle. Happy birthday. Um, and I can't then... believe that joker's 50. What, a, what an old dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No offense, Joey. Yours is coming. <laughs> no offense, mm. Joey. Mm. Uh, uh, and then yesterday, oh, we had the spaghetti fundraiser here. And then um, I took my family home, but I came back for the women's towel swap last night. Oh, yeah. Y'all did that. Oh, how'd that go? Bunch of ladies. Y'all, that gets vicious. Those women. I heard heard it gets pretty rough. Your mom is one of the worst. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry for her. They will straight up steal from each other in the church, just so y'all know. (laughs) It's fun, though. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, for those who don't know, the women's towel swap is basically like, you know. Dirty Santa kind of Yeah, Dirty Santa. Dirty mm-hmm. Santa with beach towels. And look, if there's a cup in the bag, they will fight. Oh, because it's, yeah. it's double prizes. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. No. So. It was a lot of fun, though. <laughs> Did you have anything going on, Joey? Uh, you know, I uh, got to go basically watch uh, Ivy, my middle daughter. Got to go watch her play there in conference play. She plays college softball, so she's... Um, I say that for the listeners. I know y'all know that, but mm-hmm. she basically just um, um, gets down to the end. They play one big giant tournament, and it's either go big or go home. And uh, they had they had a, a great outing. They did good. They got past the the first wave, mm-hmm. and then just had a heartbreaker in the second. Just oh. had a walk off home run and. It's just tough watching kids, you know, that put a lot into that mm-hmm. and then having it just their heart ripped out like that and their emotion, they just can't control it. So to see them like yeah, crying and stuff, you know, and then you look over at your wife and she's crying, you know, and it's like, what are you crying for? You didn't lose. And she was like, that's my baby out there crying, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, but it was a good, it was a good trip though, but we took, man, we had a crew. We had a crew. We had... Everybody from off side of the family, everybody from Brownie's side of the family, and took two vehicles to get everybody down there. But the entourage made it, and nice. we made it back. To Montgomery? Is that where y'all went? No, we didn't. They actually played this tournament up in Decatur. So it was just a oh. trip north a little bit. Oh, you said down there. Oh, I did say down there, Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, used to going down to Montgomery. You're right. It's up to Decatur. That's yeah. a that that's a pet peeve of mine, by the way, when people say when, well, you when know they this. do that. Yes, yes. You know this. I know. I, 
Because Joey, the backstory is, jo- I, I don't like it when somebody says, "Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go up to uh, we're gonna go up to Destin, we're gonna go down to Gatlinburg." You know, I hate that. Like it's the anyway. wrong direction. Yeah, it bothers me that they By don't the know way, geography. I've, I've never sounded that. like that. Oh, I know. But, I'm not uh, saying you sounded like that. That's just in general. But what Joey says oh, what I when we get in the car to go to Highway 78 in Summerton. Which this is before he moved, so he lived on Morton Road, you know, in the direction of Warrior. Yeah. And we get in the car to go to Highway 78 in Summerton to eat lunch. He's like, hey, uh, let's uh, let's swing by my house on the way over. <laughs> in the opposite that. direction. He hates that. Swing anyway. by. He's like, or I'll just say, hey, I mean, we'll just swing by and grab that. And he's like, that ain't a swing by, Joe. Yeah. That's like 15 minutes out of the way. Right. So y'all ain't going to believe what happened to me this weekend. I might. Did you hear rumors of it? Yeah, I did. I saw a picture. We got a dog. <laughs> it is an itty bitty dog, from what I understand. Very tiny. I I have been extremely clear mm. since our last dog was carried off by a bird of prey. I've been extreme. <laughs> Should I not have broadcasted that? I'm pretty certain. All right, to the listener, we had a white dog. Named Tyler. Tyler. He was a miniature Maltese. And we don't know what – we had him for a long time. He was he was getting old. He he didn't have much longer. But he was – And uh, he didn't really listen to you either. Like no, if you yell for him no. to come back, he was gone. And he um, – yeah, he uh, – we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But he was white and highly visible from high altitudes <laughs> and small <laughs> – I believe it. We think he may have been carried off by a bird of prey. There's uh, some, there's some a, hawks. So yeah, that's some been hawks around here. That's been several yeah. years ago. I have uh, a border terrier who's blonde, and she at one she's about she's a little over ten pounds now, but she was about six or seven pounds at one point. And I watched a hawk swoop down on her, and fortunately, it did not get her, but it was definitely thinking about it. <laughs> mm. So my mother-in-law mm. recently purchased a teacup multi poo. And based on the parents, both parents, and just, you know, whatever, the genetics of these this particular dog, this particular kennel or breeder, whatever, I don't know, their max weight is four pounds. Teeny tiny. Teeny tiny Lose dog. Lose that one under the couch. So <laughs> Watch where you sit, right? Yeah. Watch where you step for sure. So they get... Yeah, so I've been very clear that we're not getting another dog. I don't want another dog because I end up having to take care of it. I do everything for the last dog, or me and my wife. And the kids that screamed and cried and wanted a dog so badly never did anything. And I've been crystal clear. I've been crystal clear that I did not want (laughs) another animal. And, uh, yeah, I came home to find out that they had went and got an animal. (laughs) So, they didn't even tell you. They just went and got it. They just went and got it. That's awesome. So, whatever. It's better to get forgiveness, right? Um, mm. Yeah, my mother-in-law mm. got one, Mm-mm. and then and then when where we messed up is my daughters like went to see hers, and they were like, "Oh, we have to get one of these." So <laughs> we just had to. That's what you so, get for not going with them. I have. I, we don't have a name yet, though. Mm. That's uh, that's been. Y'all have difficulty naming pets in mm-hmm. your house. Oh yeah, it's like a fight. It is. It's like yeah. It. So me and uh, I lobbied hard for like 
he's he's t- it's it's solid black and it's like jet black teacup multi poo. I lobbied hard because I thought it'd be funny to name him something that sounded like a big dog. Mm-hmm. But he's like you know. Teeny yeah, tiny like, like Cujo that. or something like that. Yeah, or like the the Beast or something. Beast. But it is a girl. But I wanted to name it Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see you walking around the house. Yeah. You looking for Biggie Smalls. Well, you just call it Biggie. Smalls would be its middle name on the papers. Get it like a gold chain collar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Biggie would be fun to say. And it would be funny because it's teeny tiny. Right. Anyway. They didn't go for that. Like mm. So then I started in with like the pun names and they wouldn't go for any of those yeah. either. Yeah. You know, like um, Chewbacca, <laughs> Dumbledog. <laughs> no. and, they were like, and when I brought those up, they're like, that is a girl. And I'm like, uh, Catherine Zeta-Bones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. the leader in the clubhouse at the moment is Dolly. So... Hmm. wasn't my favorite. They wanted to go with Nova. I didn't like that because it was hard to say. I'll report Hmm. back on what the dog's name ends up being. Okay. Hmm. We'll clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. uh, You're a new father. (laughs) Against my will. (laughs) Against your will. (laughs) Yeah. So that, I don't know. Hmm. That's what happened my weekend, but I got something a little crazier though that I can share with you guys. Say what? All right. <laughs> I don't know what to do except just read the headline. Isn't that what you normally do? Mexican president, and this is the Mexican, this is the president of Mexico, okay? Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador. I can't roll my R's, I'm sorry, or Trill or whatever you're mm. supposed to do. I can't mm-hmm. do that. Abrador. I can't do it. There. <laughs> Mexican president posts photo of what he claims is an elf. Okay, did it look like the amateur leprechaun sketch from Mobile? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a, yeah. This is a leprechaun flute. <laughs> yeah. This is a leprechaun flute. He Any- keeps it <laughs> keeps he keeps the bad spirits away. Anybody seen the leprechaun say hey? hey. <laughs> <laughs> where the gold at? Bring I just want to know where that gold is. Bring me the gold. Uh, Andres Manuel Lopez Abrador posted a photo on his social media accounts. This is the president of Mexico that said, <laughs> showing what he said appeared to be an aluxe, a mischievous woodland spirit of Mayan folklore. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I need y'all. I need y'all. Is, what's y'all's reaction? I need you. Is re- this like the Mexican version of Trump? What? No, <laughs> no, no, man. He's serious. Uh, he says, uh, "All right, uh, the pr- president uh, Lupe Lopez Abrador posted a photo. The posted the photo on his social media account Saturday, showing. Oh, I already read that. It appears to be the photo appears to be similar to the mythological woodland spirit." that is similar to an elf. Hmm. Uh, he didn't, he does not seem to be joking. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping, uh, jumping paragraphs here cause it goes in a bunch of like pointless information. Um, but an Aluxe is a mischievous woodland spirit 
in that's part of mine folklore. He wrote the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer, and this definitely appears to be an Aluxe. Hmm. The nighttime photo shows a tree branch forming what looks like a halo of hair and what may be stars that are forming the figure's eye. So basically someone's looking at it and trying to depict, okay, what is that really? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That it's not what he says it is. <laughs> but um, what, well, first off, what, what y'all's, what y'all's thoughts on the, the, mm. the fact that the president of Mexico thinks that um, there are mis- mysterious woodland elves running around? <laughs> <laughs> they and they they do mischievous things. Okay, so it's like Elf on the Shelf, elf but in the woods, on the shelf, <laughs> but for real in the woods in Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> well, tell me this: are are the Elf on the Shelves made in Mexico? We should go on a cruise. <laughs> we should go on a cruise, and when we get off the boat, we can say <laughs> we jump off. Anybody here seen the Elf on the Shelf? Say hey. hey. <laughs> That's what it'll sound like when we pull up on the cruise ship. We'll get us an air horn. All right. So I have a lot of thoughts on the Mexican president himself, but I, my, I'm more curious about like what kind of mischievous acts could be done in the woods. You know oh, what I'm saying? See. By an elf. Yes. Hold on. Are these like Lord of the Rings elves or like Santa Claus elves? Yeah. Do they have a picture? Are they tall or short? They're, I'll show you the picture. I need to not, see the not picture. the picture of the elves, but the picture that was taken. I'll show it to you. Uh, let me finish. Are they blue? Do they not, live in a mushroom? They're, <laughs> they're, I mean, do I'm they just make, trying to... <laughs> do they make cookies in a tree? <laughs> you know, there's and only three kinds of elves. Right. <laughs> the, the Lopez Abrador has long expressed his reverence for the indigenous cultures and beliefs. Mm. Uh, engineers and workers in the Yucanab Peninsula constru- constructing a tourist train... What? Oh, the, the engineers that took the picture... They were con- constructing a tourist train that is one of the p- president's pet projects. But according to traditional Mayan beliefs, Aluxes are small, mischievous creatures that inhabit the, inhabit the forests and fields of Mexico and are prone to play tricks on people, such as hiding their tools or other belongings. Uh-huh. Some, <laughs> some people will leave them small offerings to appease them. <laughs> Have you seen? You are kidding me. No, I'm serious. Like they'll set this is straight up. up serious. Yeah, this is not a joke, man. I don't. I don't share fake news. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna show you a picture. So it's like a, a tool fairy, like Hold on, a tooth fairy. Let me blow the picture up here. This is this is what he posted. It kind of looks like a uh, what do they call them uh, on Star Wars? You know what I'm talking about. Is it with the, the Jawa? Is that what they were called? The Jawas? No, what were they called? Yeah, it does look like a Jawa. For is sure. that is that what? It, am I? Yeah. Is that the name? Yeah. It looks like a Jawa with blonde hair. <laughs> no, with the hood on in a tree. Like okay, if I'm but the I, Jawa hoods are like they're brown, so their faces they I'm just colorblind. What are you doing? I'm, You're like touching my laptop <laughs> screen. It's not a touch screen. <laughs> it's not a touch screen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so trying to zoom in on this thing. How do you Joey, zoom in on it? Joey reached up and touched my laptop screen trying to zoom in. <laughs> zoom in on that thing. Yeah, it does look like a jaw. Yeah. Because well, it looks like... But what's that around its head? That's not a hood. Mm-mm. It's a fuzzy picture. As all mythical creature pictures usually are fuzzy. <laughs> it's Man, I'll tell you, though. When, they're so, so fast and mysterious. Okay. 
Matt and I, our honeymoon, we went to Gatlinburg to a cabin called like the Wilds or something, and mm-hmm. we thought it'd be cool to be like secluded in the woods. No, you hear some stuff up there. We went on the back porch one night, and I just started like taking pictures into the trees, and I have a picture. I say I have it. I'd have to go find it. You can see eyes looking back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what yeah. it was. I don't know if it was a coyote or a bear or what. Animals. Yeah. yeah. Animals. Animals. It's probably an owl. Any idea what that is in that picture? It's an owl. Other than an aluxe? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it. how do you not know that that's not doctored? It, is, it does no, I look think, a little doctored. I think it's a real photo. Um, see, this would be one time when like it'd be beneficial for this to be a video podcast. Let's, mm. look, let's let's do a poll. Let's put the picture on Instagram and do a poll and see who thinks it's real or not. I think, um, I think it's a real photo. I just think it's an optical illusion. Mm. I think there's like a plane flying behind that tree in the background or those are stars or something like that. But it looks like a little crouched hooded figure with glowing eyes hanging up in a tree. You know what yeah. it kind of looks like? What? Like maybe there's like a hole in the trunk of the tree. Like the trunk is taller than it actually looks. And that's a hole in the trunk of the tree. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> like okay. this is a hole. Let's post let's post it on social media. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Woodland elves. But I mean, the president's convinced, right? The president of Mexico is convinced. Convinced. For all the parents out there, if your kids start blaming things on woodland elves, <laughs> when they so, get in trouble, you'll know why. So here's a question for y'all. President Biden comes out. I know. That's, and that's says the thing. That's something why, like that. That's why I brought this up. <laughs> Like, what would Americans say about Biden? They'd be like, okay, what mushrooms is he on? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. what's he smoking, right? And literally, like... President of Mexico comes like, out. President of Mexico can throw it out there and be like, huh. Everybody's like, you know, he might be on something. You know? But, I mean, but, I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff like that around even our country. You know, mm-hmm. you go down to Mardi Gras... There's some weird stuff goes on down there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh-huh. What are you talking about? What do you mean, like <laughs> weird stuff, like people claiming to see stuff, or there's like, mythical creatures, like myth, like mischievous <laughs> stuff happens and no one knows who does it. Yeah, mischievous. Like, like I was, I was, I, I did a lot of speaking down in that area, <laughs> and the people in the churches would tell me that the stuff that people believe down there during Mardi Gras, during different types of, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like in Mexico, like they have the day, what is it? The day of the dead yeah. and all that stuff. And it's all skeleton. Anyway, mm-hmm. so there's 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 a lot of like, we'll just call them sidebars that go on, like even in Mardi Gras and stuff. Like people dress up a certain way because they believe that this particular creature is alive. And, hmm. you know, anyway, I don't know enough about it to speak to it. I just know what I've been told. <laughs> There's just some weird stuff. <laughs> so anyway, I, yeah. I'm just saying like, but it's it's interesting, like like if if our president said something like that versus mm-hmm. the yeah. Mexican president, you know, he gets a pass, ours would not. And yeah. I'm I'm sure that probably speaks to something. Hmm. 
Have you seen that movie Eurovision? Mm-mm. It's got Will Ferrell in it where he pretends to be like the singer from Iceland. No. Anyway, that's one of the things. You know, in Iceland, they believe that there are like these magical elves like that and they leave them offerings. <laughs> And they talk to them. And then okay. in their dreams, they talk back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're like, Hey, uh, thank you for the fruit cake. <laughs> you know he's been over here setting that up for like five minutes. Like, I wonder if they talk back <laughs> to the Mexican president. <laughs> when he's like, He sees them out in the trees. And, Is that an Aluxa? Hey, El Presidente. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no wisdom to glean from that whatsoever. No. I mean, it's like, it's got to, I don't know, man. You know what we need? We I'm need- not even sure if the president of Mexico actually said that. <laughs> it, I mean, how do we not know that's not the National Enquirer in Mexico no, just right. throwing that, that out I only there. report from legitimate news sources. Uh, okay, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, uh, um... All right. We know what we need. We need theme music from when we transition over to talking about the message. Mm, yeah. We mm. need to come up with something. I don't have anything that I think would work for that, but um, yeah. I don't but, think I talked about elves Sunday. But if we have theme music, we won't get to hear your wonderful transitions. Mm. Oh, I know. Mm. I know. So transition from this. Let's hear it. Ready to go. From Transition from talking about elves? Yes. To indivisible. <laughs> See, the invisible thing was, so so the elves in Santa's workshop, you know, what makes them so special is that they all work together in a way you could say they're. But I've I've already kind of set it up for you. Did you? I did. I'm talking about, we're talking about the Mexican president and then Mm -hmm. the U.S. president. Oh. Mm. Well, help me. I was gonna I was gonna make it a lot smoother than that. Yeah, and be like, really? It's time to talk about Joey's message. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist. The buttons glow. I'm just glad I didn't scare you to death, Tiffany. Yeah. The, the I did not like jump I did that last time. time. Because what you talking about the Pledge of Allegiance? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Those two countries are divided. What are you talking about? What, what? You need to do the elf voice. <laughs> I'm pledging. Do it, do it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. That is the audio we needed for the summer this sermon. Is, uh, Keep this, going. This, and to the republic, <laughs> this, this has to be um, <laughs> like unpatriotic. Don't you think? I thought we were talking about Mexico. But you're, you're <laughs> mischievous, though. You can do this. Uh, and to the Republic, for which it stands, one nation, under God, wait for it, wait. indivisible. Yeah! <laughs> With liberty and justice for all. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nicely done, Mr. Elf. Uh, you lost me at. I thought we were talking about Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Mexico. Maybe <laughs> go gargle something now. <laughs> uh, 
Because we talked about being, you, the uh, series is indivisible. Yes. Indivisible. Yes. How's about that for a super solemn <laughs> transition? It's beautiful. Uh, because we t- <laughs> that's how we started. To, y'all going to have to get with me now. Uh, we're with right, you. By we're the way, with you. Because by the way, this, this sermon <laughs> yeah. was serious. Oh, it, yeah. Oh, it was. I mean, not that your sermons aren't always got a serious <laughs> tone to them. I'm just I mean, saying. There's the, a pot of gold somewhere. You yeah, know this that. thing was serious. Uh, mm. <laughs> it was. This got deep. This oh, sermon, yeah. Oh, yeah. This got deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we started the new series, Indivisible, just like <laughs> the word in the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> you okay? I, I'm trying to breathe right now, man. That... <laughs> So, the elf telling the Pledge of Allegiance. To kind of, uh, <laughs> I know, somebody's going to get me for that. Um, Probably your dad. I know. <laughs> the, uh, I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> the, uh, the colonel <laughs> is coming. The, um, but to, to kind of start unpacking this, you started with like the definition. So taking off the word in, divisible means capable of being divided. So indivisible mm. meaning cannot be divided, right? And so right. that's why it's part of our Pledge of Allegiance. Right. Um, you know, saying that our country cannot be divided, but uh, kind of, you know, where you started the message on Sunday saying, you know, is that what our country is really like, though? Mm. Is it unable mm. to be divided? Because it sure seems like, you know, it's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote with two red exclamation points. The mm. melting pot of diversity is boiling over. Mm. <laughs> and, and that was the terms he used. Yes. Why, why red? Like, that's did what, you purposely change the color of it's just a, the ex- it's, an, it's an emoji. Oh, uh, oh, okay. It's like red exclamation. All right, that's more forgivable. Okay, like yeah. if you wrote that you out, bold face that just to turn it red. Yeah, highlight it. And let me turn it red. That's that's weird. That's Feel like, like me making a spreadsheet to order paper towels. Oh, that's yeah. like a whole nother level of OCD. Yeah. Or did you type the whole thing in red and now we got another issue because you think your words carry the same weight as Christ? <laughs> Fortunately, I'm in. Fortunately, I'm just in Apple's. Oh no, this is Google Keep. I'm just. App. I'm There's teasing. no red font, so mm. it's unfortunate. Mm. Let's see, but um, you know, I'm trying to remember how we got from that part. We were talking about the country and it being indivisible or being divisible, not indivisible, like like we say. But um, well, I think first off. The month of May is obviously going to be Memorial Day. Yes. You know, everything culminates and ends in Memorial Day weekend where we want to celebrate, you know, the men and women that have made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms. And so I wanted to take the entire month and really kind of, you know, not make it patriotic. Um, that was not the goal, but uh, to really, you know, really, really kind of take the whole concept of God and country and kind of lay it down on the, you know, the examining table and let's let's take a look at it because I really felt like it had a lot in there for the church because that's one thing that's got to happen in America right now is the church has got to find um, its place. I mean, because yeah. where the church has been in reference to the country and the past, it's no longer. Um, things things have drastically changed. And so what does that mean for the church and how do we, how do we respond for that? You know, right. to that. So there you go. There's there's the intro. Yeah. And you said, yeah. you know, but and in doing that, as opposed to just looking at the symptoms, we should look at the cause. Yeah, absolutely. And that led us to our first our scripture, which was in First Corinthians. First Corinthians one, and it was uh, verses ten through thirteen in First mm-hmm. Corinthians one. Um 
And uh, the one one of the opening points that you made, you know, after you read the scripture was uh, that I liked was the whole church not ever should never be thought of as anything other than a body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the church is not an organization but an organism. Mm-hmm. And man, I think that's like like a crucial, crucial thing that a lot of people mm. overlook. Yeah. Yeah, or the and and us many times, a lot of times, even in leadership in the church, like we'll cease to think of the church as an organism, and I think that that causes some serious issues. Yeah, I mean, like when you're building spreadsheets for you know (laughs) paper towels, towels and I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're cleaning up after. I mean, it's it's hard not to think of it as an institution, but and and I don't want people to get get the wrong idea. I'm not saying that the church could not you could not use an an another metaphor analogy for the church. Um, you know, Paul actually did that, but every single time he always kind of came back to or gravitated back towards that that picture of the body. And, and and the reason is because there's nothing better to really represent unification. You know what I'm saying? Or they're just being one. Like you only get one body, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And so the last thing you need to do is do something that tears it apart. Right. And so that that's why that was a, such a good... Yeah. And the the um, things that were kind of to lead into the actual sermon points, you 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 know talked about the things that are going on within the organism that we need to address yeah. uh, within the body per se. Uh, the first being the first point being was the fractured parts of the body that came from verse ten. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've got verse yeah, ten queued up. It says I he, Paul said I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say. And that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was weird that that this is where you landed because, and you made reference to it in the sermon, I know in the second service because I was sitting in the back because I had just taught on this on Wednesday night from yep. Romans 14 talking about um, uh, disputable matters is what Paul mm-hmm. calls it in Romans 14, but essentially opinions and that's what lead that's what leads so many times to that mm-hmm. to the division is yeah. these these opinions and how we should how we can live um you know how we can basically be part of a body and live you know peacefully with peop with people as part of the same you know congregation even mm-hmm. that we do feel differently on when it comes to again what Paul calls disputable matters in other words these are things that like um you know, that maybe kind of our, our total uh, understanding of Scripture as a whole may speak to, but that doesn't speak directly to in terms of like chapter and verse per mm-hmm. se. Anyway, that's what we were talking about then. But the two, those two topics just connected so, oh, yeah, so seamlessly. It was kind of interesting to me. Yeah, I, I referenced actually your Wednesday night deal <clears throat> yeah. in the message because mm-hmm. it, they do really kind of intertwine there. Um, and, and the reason that I use the word fractured there in the point one, the fractured parts of the body, was because of what the Greek word for divisions there is. I mean, it's where it's basically schismata, which is where we get our English word for schism. Yeah. Uh, it, but it doesn't mean part of your faction um, as far as what Paul was getting at. It properly means to tear or rend. So in other words, what Paul was saying here in these verses is 
stop ripping each other apart. Like, yeah. stop tearing mm -hmm. up the body of Christ. This is what he's saying to the church at Corinth because they had some issues. Right. They were factioning up, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so Paul was trying to help them understand that they were ripping apart the body. I love, so. I love that phrase you said when you said there's no glory to be found for anyone in the church by dividing. Because yeah. a lot of times that's what people... If you really kind of look behind the curtain, that's kind of what they're getting to, right? Is they're looking, somebody somewhere is looking for some type of glory mm -hmm. as you, as these, you know, factions begin to happen. These, yeah. And yeah. they split up and it, you know, that it's all too common in churches. Yeah. Way, way too yeah. common. Um, <clears throat> I like how you also associated it with uh, dis, being dislocated, mm -hmm. essentially like rendered useless. So mm -hmm. when you, like to your point, what you just said, when we kind of tear each other up in that way, then what we're doing is we're kind of rendering each other useless. Useless. And, um, yeah. you know, you talked about, you know, uh, there, there are areas within the church that have basically been dislocated, right? That yeah. can be with inside the capital C church or with inside any particular local expression of, of the capital C church. Um, they basically, you know, they've been rendered, you know, unable to be used unless, and you use the illustration of like your shoulder popping out when you played football, you know, mm -hmm. and you, your arm just kind of dangles, right? Yeah. Um, and then it had to be popped back in place. And then mm -hmm. once it's popped back in place, now that arm's useful again. Yeah. But until it's sore. It, yeah, it's, it's sore. Yeah. yeah. And it's not without pain, extreme pain sometimes. Yeah. So Yeah. And, that, and I think that's why, you know, the church is really bad about when it does get popped out like that, when it does get certain areas of it gets dislocated. It's so hard for people to heal or mend, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from that because it is so painful and people don't like pain. But I, I think the ultimate point here was, you know, the church is not a good place to divide and conquer. Like mm -hmm. that's, yeah. you know, because uh, all glory is uh, goes to God alone. This is His kingdom. We answer to His agenda, and um, and, and I think that's kind of where I just kind of wanted people to understand that you know the church has got to be something that we are we're serious about. We can't play games with this thing. This thing is not something for you to slap around, you know, at your own whim or preferences. Um, because think about it, people come in and it's almost like people. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to pay for saying this, but I feel like it needs to be said. It's almost like people walk in and in their mind, they're deciding, okay, I'm in a good mood, so I'm going to be good to the church today. Or yeah. I'm in a bad mood, so I'm going to come in and wreak havoc. You know, yeah. it's like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at what point are you going to realize this was never about you, you know? Yeah. And and so, and, and you're messing with something that's extremely important. And that's where I kind of started talking about so goes the church, so goes the world kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, the a person's agenda supersedes God's agenda. Mm -hmm. Like a, an individual's yeah. agenda, they come into the church and allow their agenda to supersede what God's agenda for the church is. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's, that's what, kind of what I thought of when you said that. Another thing I thought of when you said that is I don't think I've ever dislocated anything. Isn't that weird? I haven't. <laughs> Have you not ever dislocated your shoulder? Oh, no, absolutely not. Not mm -mm. I my, haven't, but I never played football either. So. Well, I did, but I never dislocated anything. I've I may, had dislocated finger I think and I may a dislocated have, shoulder. I was going to say, I think I may have dislocated a finger, like, mm -hmm. like fielding a ground ball or something yeah. at some point. But I think it happened, and I may have done that playing football too, but when it, when it did it, like the first instinct was to just grab and jerk. Yeah. And I put it back in place so yep. quick that before I even registered – that's what happened. Mm -hmm. 
sorry, I'm not trying to get into like sports medicine all of a sudden, but like that, <laughs> it just made me, I just couldn't help but think about that. Which did not exist back when we played, by the way. <laughs> the, um, the second point, though, from these verses was the political parties of the body. That mm. came from verses 11 and 12, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, it said, my brothers and sisters, um, from, some from Chloe's household, have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this, one of you says, I follow Paul, another, I follow Apollos, another, I follow Cephas, still another, I follow Christ. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so basically the the people are dividing up into parties. Yeah. Uh, You know, the group following Paul, the group following Apollos, uh, Peter, and then kind of the holier than thou saying, well, we follow Jesus, right? So um, I like the examples that you used, though. You said, you know, kind of, talking about just kind of the how the root of that the root of that type of division is um you know is 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 evil like it's bad mm. uh the the um, mm-hmm. example that you used of like some of our ladies go to Priscilla you know went and watched or listened Shire. to Priscilla Shire mm-hmm. at Gardendale just this past week and she's amazing mm-hmm. and uh talk about you know how if if she came and playing at a church if it, if, Down if, the it, road. if it was announced next week that she was coming into the general area and planning a church, like how many of those ladies that are part of our women's ministry would be tempted to go there? To go there. And you, I mean, and, you, and you forsake everything that God is doing here. Right. To and go you weren't there. bashing them by saying that because you also no. said if Tim Keller planted a church right down the street, it, it It'd would be, be hard for me not to go. Hard for you yeah. not to want to yeah. go. Yeah. So, um, and then I joked with you after the service because you said, or if, if, uh, if Blake, were to leave this church as our executive pastor mm-hmm. and go to Warrior or Summit in the Door or wherever, I can't remember exactly where you said, but if he were to go somewhere and plant a church and people left the church to follow, to follow him, him, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. And I even use myself as an example. And, yeah. If I went down the road and planted another church, right. you know, or if I resigned and you said we're going with you, you know, that's right. wrong. Right. That's wrong. Um, and then I told Joey afterwards, I was like, by the way, I'm if I do that, I'm not going to Warrior. I'm going to Bo- Boca Raton or somewhere like that. No, I, I'm going to Mexico. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico and going to plant a church for all the... Uh, the uh, elves. The elves. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Pastor Blake. <laughs> what would the name of the church be? I, I just need you to sing just one little verse as an elf of a worship song that would be played in your church there in Mexico. I'm just going to need... One, but it have to be sang in Spanish though. I no, 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 no. These elves, they're magical. They know English too. Yeah. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. This is not. Right. We can yeah. never sing that song in our church again. Well, I picked one that I didn't think we would sing. Wow. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> my, my uh, you know, um, it, what, what's like a, uh, elf names are funny, right? Got what it. are their elf names like? You know, my, uh, uh, our associate pastor, Sugar Plum, is going to come up here and tell you about the events we got going on. Well, this coming Sunday or next Saturday, we got barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I quit. <laughs> I have a feeling mischievous elves aren't named Sugar Plum, by oh, the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Uh, but I thought that was a good example um, of of, <laughs> of the point that <laughs> yeah. you were making. Uh, yeah. Political parties dividing up in the body like that are never. That's never a good thing. Yeah, because I mean the Corinthians really they were boasting about. It looks like they're boasting about their party leaders, like you know, like man, it's like we're holding up Paul or we're holding up Peter or we're holding up Christ. But in reality, they were not. Yes, they were really, in fact talking about how great they were in choosing to follow the right one, the one they think is right. So yes. for that reason, we are the ones following God because we follow, you know, Peter or we follow Paul, the, the one who planted our church. That's the one or, or those who were, well, we're of Christ. We don't follow men. We follow God, you right. know, and, and you hear these things even today in yeah. the church and you can sense that like haughtiness in people yeah. because they've made the right decision. And it's it's like it, you know it just brings to mind the the idea of God seeing to the heart because in the the strongest part of that was when you made the point on the hills of that because in some sense it's like okay well the, they said Jesus that's like the trump card right yeah they said well we follow Jesus but yeah. that's trump card but God sees to the heart and you made the statement the church wasn't established by man as an organization wait well no i'm sorry i skipped to the next point but mm -hmm. uh spiritual elitism yes mm -hmm. is terrible no matter whose name it's practiced under yeah. that's it even if it even, even if it's case, christ yeah even if it's christ yeah. and so i thought that's uh that's really that's really cool but yeah. the, mm -hmm. the that next point that i kind of jumped to there was uh the church wasn't established by man as an organization but an organism to be breathed into by mm -hmm. god mm -hmm. that was kind of where you ended that section and moved move to the next point but, yeah um <clears throat> the third one being the spiritual you don't have to help me now parthenogenesis there you go nice parthenogenesis the parthenogenesis yeah. of the body <laughs> we're really smart here. you can give us a definition really, of parthenogenesis really smart um yeah parth parthenogenesis basically <laughs> is, i wish i had the definition from me i'd read it as the elf i i because I, <laughs> I need you to say parthenogenesis as an elf because it sounds like <laughs> It sounds like one of those words the guys see on the on the tour when they're touring Jurassic Park. You uh -huh. know? <laughs> well, parthenogenesis is all part of dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What, yeah, okay, what's the definition? Well, I won't be as exciting okay. as the elf, but... Um, yeah, you got to take that word and divide it up into two. Parthenogenesis is two words, partheno and genesis. And partheno means virgin. And Genesis yes. means creation or birth. Right. And so so where you see this word, you don't see this word in church, so for, for me to bring it into church is kind of weird, but where you see this word a lot is in the scientific biology, biology world where they're talking about animals that can procreate without reproduction, like right. they're asexual, they can, you know... You know the drill. What's so, terrifying about that is mm -hmm. parthenogenesis and dinosaurs. Yes. What? Because you said you well, were talking about dinosaurs a second ago. Well, well, they say in Jurassic Park. Oh, because in Jurassic life Park, will they, find a way. They do. Oh my god. Life will That's find scary. a way. That is yes. scary. Absolutely. <laughs> so the sermon. So will I was going to say something really bad. Yeah. All right. I'll, we'll so keep, let's keep moving. <laughs> so that's verse thirteen. You want me to read the Bible so we don't get. Yep. Sidetracked on something? Please. Okay. Please. So, <laughs> so verse 13, uh, this, yeah, part, part, this third part is uh, where he says, Paul asks, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Right. Were you baptized in the name of Paul? 
basically, you know, why he's asking these questions like, why would you even play these kind of games in the church? The the church is about something greater than you. It's about one name, the name that's above every other name. Yeah. You know, because this, this, this literally came from church was birthed from a virgin birth. Yep. Yeah. So I like that you said it's not a miracle that it's still alive, but a miracle that it even existed in the first place. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was strong. That was a, that was a good um, I like that one. But the point being that it's it's supernatural in origin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not man ma- it's not man made. Exactly. That's the point. And um and it's easy to lose sight of that within the context of church. Mm-hmm. Within the context, of, and this is the thing that I've, 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 I think everybody struggles with at some point that works in ministry in any way, shape, or form. Um, even if you're like just, you know, in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. you're a volunteer, you are vocational minister, whatever. Everybody at some point has struggled with the concept of, um, man. If I don't show up next week, this place is just going under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. What is going to happen if yeah. I leave? Everything hangs on you. Yeah, the, everything yeah. hangs on you. And, and it's so easy to feel that way. Oh, yeah. When you when you just, every time you walk in the doors, you just have this massive checklist of things that you run in your head. Well, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. And in your mind, you're thinking, if I didn't do those things, they just wouldn't get done or they would pick up half of them really quick, but the other half of them, they would never, some of them they would never know about. Or it would be years or months at least until they knew that somebody wasn't doing that. And they would, there's nobody else willing to make the commitment to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so you, it's really, really easy to start thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you when you work in ministry or volunteer in ministry. Yeah. Um, well, and that's why I said that, we have so many ministers right now leaving the ministry. Yeah. They're stepping out of it because they've forgotten about this third part. That's right. They've forgotten that this thing is not based on them. And and I even said, if it wasn't, because I, I gave this little thing on the handout, this two-part two to one-part ratio church, and basically those first two, talking about the fractured parts and then the political parties of the church and everything, like, like it's... It's crazy when you get in because you deal with a lot of the flesh part, and that's the two part flesh of the church. Right. You deal with so much of it because it's like, because you can see people where they come to church, man, and it's like they pick sides. They pick sides on what, you know, well, I like this teacher, but I'm not going to this class or I'm right. not going there. And everybody's like, you know, and, and, and then they also get into, you know, you can be hang around the coffee pot long enough. You'll hear them get into, Alabama Auburn or you you know what I'm saying sure. or you'll hear them talk about Trump versus Biden or you know or am I going to Santos this time you know it's like it's all this political fleshly stuff going on in the church and I said this to the church if it wasn't for the third part if it wasn't for the the one part mm-hmm. god right yeah <clears throat> I would have thrown in the towel a long time ago I would have said church is is an experiment that failed yeah you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I cannot deny the fact that this, this is not natural. The church is an is a supernatural thing and a natural world. And for that, re- and even Christ Himself said, even the gates of hell itself yeah. will not prevail against it. So, yeah. 
So just knowing that that gives me comfort and peace as a pastor. Sure. Knowing that so much is not hanging on me. Well, and that's kind of what I was getting to is like the, the freedom that comes with that. Mm. And it's not so much. And here's the thing. I don't want anybody to misunderstand me here because when you're, when you get, if if you serve in ministry and you get to the point like what I was talking about a moment ago, where you feel like everything hinges on you, mm-hmm. um, it's it's really really easy to get there. But when you understand what you're talking about, it frees you up, and it's not because all of a sudden you're like, well, man, now I know the church doesn't hinge on me. It hinge like you realize that it's supernatural and mm-hmm. or in origin, and the church is going to continue with or without you. Yeah, it doesn't free you up to say okay, I don't even have to do those things anymore. Yeah. It's not like that. What it is is I don't think people realize this. I know I, I've found myself in this position before where you're going through the grind of doing those things week in and week out or day mm-hmm. in and day out, whatever it may be, and the thought of this all hinges on me, you having that thought while you're doing those things is the part that's stealing everything from you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. The freedom comes in the fact that now you can do those things without thinking that. Yeah. Because you can do those things knowing full well that it doesn't hinge on you. Mm-hmm. And you can still follow through and do those things. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like absolutely. You can still follow through and, and carry out your task in ministry. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it's like you can do those things and they all f- feel very... Uh, not, I won't say frivolous. They all feel very because that sounds negative. They also mm. they all feel very um, minor in that, like mm. it, they don't feel like the burden that they once were. Yeah, because you're not walking around thinking as you're doing those things or or weekly or daily doing those things. You're not having those thoughts of man, I'm carrying the load. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. once once you release that from from your thinking and from your heart, mm. then all of a sudden you can. You could technically still be carrying the load, but man, it don't feel like it any longer. Yeah, right. uh, it's just. I'm sorry, you were going to say something. I just said right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, just I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, no, um, I think it's. I think what you're saying in a nutshell is is you know you can come and you can. There's a lot, of, and think about this in your personal life. And I even Sundays, you know, showed this in my own personal life, like. So many times when I look at my own flesh, I just want to throw in the towel and quit. But it's the Spirit of God in me. It's that one part in me that is supernatural, that that helps me understand that, you know, I have been born again. You know, I have been born again of the Spirit. I have, you know what I'm saying? I have been, I have been born as a new creature in Christ. There's new DNA in me, as we talked about last time. But But ultimately, I think there's so many people that really struggle with 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 that flesh part of their of their life and and because of that flesh flesh is lazy flesh flesh is slothful flesh is evil you know like it Mm -hmm. it 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 loathes you doing any kind of work Mm -hmm. or any kind of thing for the glory of god and so what what flesh does is it causes us to think we serve god because we have to we come to church because we have to we 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 we're we serve in a church as leaders because God called us, therefore we have to. And and what you're saying, Blake, is 
when you realize this understanding where the freedom comes is when you realize it's not a have to, it's a get to. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the change. That's the yep. different in the mindset. Yeah. And that's for me, like, I think that that's got, that's got to permeate every aspect of your life. Like that's got to permeate my own spiritual life, but that's also got to permeate my marriage. You know, I don't have to go home and love my wife and love my kids. I don't have to go home and do all the things that they're going to not appreciate that I do. I don't have to go home and do those things. I get to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I could be going home to an empty apartment. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I could this Sunday be waking up and wasting it instead of getting to go to a church that God has provided for me. You see what I'm saying? It's just a... It's just looking at things from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't yawning because I was bored. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, um, yeah, that was yeah. it. Awesome. That was the message. Yeah. It was that good. was the message, yeah. Um. So what else do we have going on? What else? I mean, I know Graduate Sunday is coming up. Well, Mother's mm-hmm. Day is Mother's this Sunday. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave out the mothers. <laughs> Skipped right <laughs> over it. <laughs> Yeah. Just so y'all know, we do have a little special something planned for mothers on Sunday. So mm-hmm. hope everybody comes. Bring your mom. Yes. Come to church with your mom. Yes. Bring your mama. Bring mm-hmm. your mama. Invite your mama. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I saw on the fridge at my mom's house was you remember when we did those those little checks? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. What? Remember we did the little checks? Like we talked about what's the value of a mom? Like if her value in the workplace, do you remember that? Where it was like, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember the the magnets. Yeah, it's a little refrigerator magnets. And each one of them, yeah, they they all got a magnet because it was because their their market value was something like $180,000 a year is what they, if they took what they did for their family and put it in the marketplace, it would, that's right. They would, basically make that on average that's what their income would be mm-hmm. yeah so yep so we do have something special planned for the moms we've got yeah a, it's not uh, refrigerator magnets by the way <laughs> no we have an elf we have an elf he's coming to sing okay the song mama by boys to men i i need to hear it never go a day without my mama mama you know <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. We love you, Mama. We can do a duet if you want. I think. Let's see if we Let's can see. try it. Go. What are we singing? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, right. I just want to see it. if it will work. Let's do it. Let's do it. What are we doing? We're singing. Let's tell our Let's tell our moms that we love them. <laughs> Why do I sound so much higher than you? Because. You know what I think about when we do this? Because your pants are on too tight. <laughs> Why do you sound lower? <laughs> I can't help but think of no whammies, no whammies, stop! <laughs> Nobody even knows that game show. Yeah, huh? Pressure look. I know, but I'm saying our listeners are not going to know that game show. All right. Well, right now, there's somebody in their car going, I know that game yep. show. <laughs> the, the, uh, Let's see. So Mother's Day is Sunday, mm-hmm. and then we have um, graduation graduate Sunday, the mm-hmm. next Sunday. 21st, yes. yeah. We'll be recognizing all of our high school graduates. Yeah, and quite a few high school graduates, and then um, we'll mention those that are graduating yeah, college, college graduates as well. Too. we got yeah. a handful of those guys, and 
So, yeah, come join us. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And tune in next week. It's our one-year anniversary of Sunday Gravy. Is it? Yeah. One year, man. Let's go. Sorry. Sometimes it's it's hard to find those things quicker. Yeah, one year. So, what episode is today? Today is episode... 49, maybe? No, 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 no. You said 42? 41. 41? No, 40. We don't know. 40. 40. Today is Today episode, is this is episode 40. So, so next spiritual week. significance. In that. So next week. And what is, uh, what's the name of this episode? I, I think it should be. Elves elf. are indivisible. <laughs> the indivisible elf. The indivisible elf. Indivisible, like the indivisible elf or just indivisible elf or elves? It would have to be plural. I it? think it would be plural. Yeah. Indivisible yeah. elves. Indivisible, Indivisible elf elves. country. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? I think we're good. Uh, we should yeah. be coming out with our summer schedule um, probably yeah. next week. Within, something like that. Within the so. next week to 10 days, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be putting it out there. So we'll have uh, – there'll be a couple of Wednesday nights off uh, at the end of May, mm-hmm. and then we'll have some sort of event either for students or – or church-wide, or children, or some, we'll have something going every single week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Be praying for us. It is going to be a slammed summer. So yep. great. Yep. 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 All right, take us out, Elf. Yep. Take us out. <laughs> I've got nothing else to say. You got nothing? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's say. <laughs> you got nothing Elves to say? I can't. We'll see you next time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sandy Grevy.